Alright, alright, welcome in to FarzCast. Farzine Vasugian here with you for another episode of FarzCast. Uh, great to be with you guys. Hope you guys are having a great week. We are getting closer to the holiday season, and I'll tell you what, this episode is a treat because with the holiday season coming up, I think this is a perfect time to discuss what I am going to discuss uh I've been talking about this for a while, I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I thought, uh, for the longest time I, I, pl- I planned this podcast out, and I thought this time of year would be the best time to discuss this topic, and that is my weight loss journey. Uh, I think some of you guys are familiar with my weight loss journey, some of you guys may know some of the details to that, I did talk about that a couple of years ago on my Chiefs podcast that I used to do, The Chief Zone. Uh, but since then, I know I've had a lot more new followers on my uh, social media, especially on Facebook. So some people are aware of my weight loss uh, that I've gone through. Uh, it, but I don't think a lot of people are familiar with the details to that. So that is what this episode is going to be about. I know a lot of times uh, I go through uh, some of the news stories out there and some things that maybe I want to chime in on. I'm not going to do any of that. Just going to go and talk about this uh, whole uh, weight loss deal. I, I, I will say, this podcast, I did announce a couple of weeks ago we were going to discuss this. It didn't happen. Uh, and look, I don't like to discuss these kinds of things publicly and throw anyone under the bus. I do kind of have to defend myself at this point, though, because I know, like I said, <laughs> uh, I, I, I did a solo podcast a couple of weeks ago announcing upcoming guests. I'll be honest, generally I'm very hesitant to do that kind of thing because you never know if people are going to follow through or not. Um, one of them did, one of them didn't. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what I what, what I was planning to do is bring in one of my friends, a certified, a former certified gym instructor. Even though they're not certified now, they're still helping people today. Uh, Help me a little bit for sure, but uh, for whatever reason, you know, we picked the date at first, something came up, hey, I get it, it happens. Uh, but then, you know, we tried to plan for another date and again, it got pushed back and kept getting pushed back more and more. And then I wasn't getting any responses, uh, which is extremely frustrating, especially when people say that they want to come on the podcast and they pick a date and then things constantly come up, which I get, but then to just, uh, not even... Answer my messages, that's the part that really uh, bothers me the most. That's definitely irritating. I mean, look, and I don't like to toot my own horn, which, I, by the way, I hate that phrase, but for lack of a better term, I think some of you guys have noticed we've had some big names on this podcast here before. I mean, these are, some of these guys are celebrities. Uh, If you you listen to all uh, the first nine podcasts that we've done so far of Farscast, we've had some... Pretty big names out there. Uh, reality TV show winners, Netflix stars, uh, journalists, regional musicians. Uh, I mean, the process of bringing those people in were uh, not really that difficult. And for whatever reason, uh, what I had planned for this episode, the guests I wanted to bring in uh, just seemed to be a lot more complicated than it honestly needed to be. So I apologize for that. Because I did say a couple of weeks ago this podcast would be out. Uh, a lot of you guys have been looking forward to this. Which, honestly, that excites me even more to discuss this topic. But, again, my apologies for how long this took. But I did say last week, I promised you guys last week, uh, after we did the Danny, uh, the, po- the podcast with Danny Boatwright, I said, look, worst case scenario, I'll come on by myself and discuss this topic. Because it's still doable in that way. And that's exactly what we're going to do on this podcast. Uh, Let me just be clear about what this podcast is going to be about. This is not going to be about, um, you know, bodybuilding or, you know, if you want to have the body of a professional athlete, uh, that kind of thing. That's not what this podcast is going to be about. This podcast is going to be more about weight loss and trying to get in better shape and be more lean, uh, than you are. Listen, uh, I know there are a lot of people out there that say, I want to lose weight, but they just keep struggling and they're unable to figure out how to lose weight specifically. And I'm here to help you out with that because I've been in your shoes before. Um, truth be told, a lot of the things I'm going to tell you is not that groundbreaking. It's it's, it's not breaking news, but maybe so, certain steps along the way 
uh, you guys might need help at. And that's what I am here for. That is the purpose of this podcast. I want to share my experience with you. And listen, all I ask from you guys in return, if you do listen to this podcast and you take my advice and you do lose weight, you know, take before and after pictures, share them online, because guess what? Somebody's going to ask you how you do it, and you're going to need to tell them the same thing. Spread the word. Let's expand this as far as we can, because it's really important. Listen, man, you have one life, and in this one life, you deserve to live it to uh, the best that you can, and that includes having good health, being in great shape. Uh, It's really important to do that. I know certain exercises might not be exciting and we'll get into that a little bit later uh but there are also some exercises that are that are fun to do and i think a lot of people are going to have fun along the way in the beginning it's going to be you're going to be pretty sore but let's just here's my thing uh maybe some of you guys that are trying to lose weight maybe you have exercised before but i'm still going to talk to you like you've never lifted a weight in your life like you've never jogged in your life before let's start from ground zero and talk about how you gradually move up there because breaking news Michael Jordan, the very first time he picked up a basketball, he wasn't making shots nonstop. He was missing a lot. Uh, The very first time Patrick Mahomes picked up a football, he wasn't throwing the ball 80 yards like he can right now. That took time to build and to get to. Uh, So the same thing applies for weight loss. So I'm going to start talking about my journey, many of my story, because I do have this crazy roller coaster journey about my weight loss. And then I'll discuss tips and tricks along the way that you can apply to your workout routine. Not just workout, eating is very important as well. Going to get into all of that in a moment. So here's where I'm going to start. Uh, leading up to late 2013, it's just always been one of my things. I've noticed I've always had a lot of neck fat, a lot of belly fat, uh, a lot of fat in uh, in my thighs. Uh, I mean, those are very difficult to get rid of. And, you know, over the years, I've always just kind of been sick of myself and looking at, my, at myself in the mirror and seeing that, you know, certain clothes don't fit me anymore because I was not losing weight. And then I got to the point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh, and I was sick and tired of exercising but not losing weight. But really, in the end, I looked at myself in the mirror and I realized, look, I'm being dishonest with myself. I know why I'm not losing weight. It's because I am exercising a lot, but I am following it up with rewarding myself by eating a lot of food. And that's something you cannot do. Uh, We'll get into the eating parts a little bit later. For now, I just want to focus on specifically exercise because I think that is very important, as is eating. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'll and I'll mention that uh, as we go on. Uh, but I knew I had to make some changes. I needed to exercise more consistently and eat right consistently. So here's what happened. Uh, my uh, fifth year, super senior year at KU, if you would, uh, I came home for uh, the Christmas break, the holiday break, and uh, I, I I wasn't working any job for that one month I was home for that Christmas break. So uh, my parents got me this gym membership to Lifetime Fitness. They had a cool deal going on where local college students uh, that were coming home for, for the holiday weekend, they, they got a cheap deal that they could work out until they had to go back to college. My parents got me that for an early Christmas gift. And I'll tell you what, that might have been the best Christmas gift I've ever had because it definitely taught me a lot about myself. Uh, it taught me that I, I, I can do this. Uh, so here's what happened. Uh, I go home for the month-long holiday break and this started in mid-December, and I was 215 pounds, and I went to the gym every single day from mid-December to mid-January, mid to late January, uh, until I had to go back to KU. Uh, I went every day except for Christmas and New Year's Day. I, Like I said, I, I was at 215 pounds mid-December, and I'll tell you what, man, I went back uh, to campus at KU and I did notice a change in my body. I, I was losing weight and I knew that as busy I was going to be with, with work and school, I had to keep up this workout routine. And I did. And by January 31st, I weighed in at 199 pounds. I lost 15 pounds in a six-week span. And on January 31st, I 
made a promise to myself, look, I've already made this big commitment to losing weight. It's time to start eating right. And one of the things I started doing, I quit drinking soda. And look, I love drinking soda. I drank two to three Mountain Dews a day. Um, since then, and by, by the way, I have not drank soda since that day. Since then, I've only had it once, and that was because I was in Mexico. Uh, I got really sick during a boat ride, and by the time we got off the boat, I got myself a, a Sprite, had a few sips, and dumped the rest. Uh, so that was much needed there. Uh, but outside of that, have not had... I, I, I will say, actually, a couple months after I quit drinking soda, I, I did have, uh, I went home for the weekend, and, you know, the topic came up about my weight loss. There was Mountain Dew in the fridge, and I just kind of looked at it, and I took a sip. I spit the drink out, man. Um, I've read people say that once you quit soda, you just don't ever go back because it tastes disgusting. I'm here to confirm that. Uh, it absolutely tasted disgusting. Uh, you know, Opened the can of Mountain Dew, drank it, and ugh, I, I, I was curious to know what the taste was going to be like. And like I said, I, I immediately spit that out. I couldn't keep it in. It just tasted like the worst thing in the world. Um, so drinking soda, or excuse me, quitting soda was one of the biggest changes I made in my life. Uh, unfortunately, this weight loss did not continue. Um, I did lose a lot of weight with a really bad knee. Unfortunately, my knee got worse over time, eventually to the point where I tore my ACL and meniscus and I ended up having surgery nine months later. Uh, that was in September of 2014. And you have your surgery. You can't really move a whole lot. Obviously cannot work out. Uh, and that stressed me out. And I'm telling you right now, this is a shitty excuse, but uh, not exercising a lot. I started eating a lot because I was stressed over the fact that I could not move and exercise. Shitty, shitty excuse. Uh, but I did do that. And here's why I mentioned at the beginning of the of the podcast why it's so pertinent to dis- to have this discussion this time of year. What's happening next week? Thanksgiving. And I I don't know what everyone's plans are in this pandemic for Thanksgiving, but let's just say you're going to have a normal Thanksgiving. Look, forget if you're going to have a big family gathering or not. You're probably going to eat a lot of food next Thursday. All right. Uh, Oh, and by the way, it's not just next Thursday, especially if you have a big family, you probably have, um, you know, if you're an older person, uh, maybe you go to your parents on Thursday night for Thanksgiving. And then uh, Friday afternoon, you go see your in-laws for thanksgiving uh maybe uh if you're a little younger you you're with your family uh, one day and then you go visit your girlfriend's family the next or your boyfriend's family whoever uh you're you're probably visiting multiple families for that thanksgiving weekend so you're gonna be eating a lot of food because people are always making their best dishes uh the best dessert that they can make and bring to a, a gathering and they're gonna have leftovers and you're gonna be eating a lot of it because Let's be honest, a lot of times these dishes that people bring are, are pretty pretty good. Uh, and, and the same thing uh, in about a month later with, with Christmas holiday parties. Again, in a non-pandemic situation, you're going to be going to some Christmas parties with friends, family members, whatnot. You're going to be going to several of those and you're going to be eating and drinking a lot. Uh, and I also understand that, you know, this is a time of year that can be a lot of stress. You want to have a happy holiday. You want to be able to... Uh, have a good time with your family. And maybe for some people, uh, you recently lost a family member or maybe you lost a family member and the holidays just aren't the same. What do people do uh, when they get so stressed during this time of year? They combat that with eating. And I'll tell you what, man, uh, that's what I did. When I was just sitting around after my ACL knee surgery, I I wasn't moving much. And all I could do was be pouty and upset, sad, angry, every single emotion mixed into one, I started eating. That's how I fought that stress was to eat. A lot of people do that. Again, horrible excuse, but that is what people do. And you've got to learn not to do that in those situations. It's so easy to do. How do you combat stress? Well, eating and drinking. Yeah. Easy go to there until you step on the scale and you wonder, man, uh, where did I gain some of this weight from? So that's why eating is so important. It's important to eat right. And look, I understand a lot of people love their favorite flavor dessert. And I'll get into that a little bit later. Trust me, you'll be able to eat what you want. 
but here's what happened to me personally. Uh, I, I had my surgery. A couple months later, I was able to start exercising again, but only light workouts and only for a limited time, which again was not ideal. After fully recovering uh, from surgery and everything about a year later in late 2015, I wanted to start 2016 off on a good note. I, again, started at 215 pounds. And as 2016 went along, I made a lot of progress and I dropped to 195 pounds. So I was, I, I was able to redo what I did before. However, for no good reason at all, I got lazy in uh, early 2017 and gained that weight once again. This time I was 220 pounds. Uh, I was inconsistent with my exercise and started eating, eating a lot more. Horrible combination, as you can imagine, 220 pounds. At that point, I, I was pissed off. I, I was really upset at myself. And I realized I was not taking care of my body. And not just that, I'm not taking my health very seriously. And like I said at the beginning, guys, you only have one life. And you owe it to yourself to have a good life with good health. You really do. So this is where I really took matters into my own hands. I said, look, I got to do this. There's no ifs and or buts about it. There's no can or can't. This is something you've just got to do because, like I said just a moment ago, you owe it to yourself to have a good body, to have good health. Uh, everyone wants to look good. Everyone wants to be able to be lean and be in shape. You deserve that for yourself. Well, that's when I really took things seriously. Uh, in a six-month span this time, starting in uh, late July all the way through uh, early January, I went from 220 pounds to 180 pounds. Uh, I would work out twice a day if I could, more specifically on weekends because I wasn't working on weekends. So if you have a day where you're not at work, uh, hey, work out twice a day. And I will say this, I go into work pretty early. So it's really hard for me to get up even earlier to to get a workout in. If you go get into work at 8.30 or 9.00, Hey, look, uh, it's not the most difficult thing in the world to wake up at uh, 5.45, 5.30, 6 a.m. and get a little light workout in and then do another workout after your job, after you get off work. Um, certainly not the easiest thing in the world. And listen, I understand some people work multiple jobs. I've been there before. I, I Out of college, I was working four jobs in sports media uh, back when I was a part of that. Um, but there are always way uh, a way to... Work around all of that. And I'll get into that a little bit later uh, towards the end. Uh, but here's what happened. Uh, you know, this is now my second time uh, trying to, or third time rather, trying to lose weight. And I, like I said, I've got to I've gotta do this and just keep it. Uh, and during that uh, six-month span, I went from 220 to 180. And I would work out twice a day on weekends. Uh, I would make sure to work out at least six times a week. Six days a week, excuse me. Um, like I said, it's easier to fit a two-a-day workout on days when you're not working. So definitely take advantage of those days when you're not working uh, on your days off. Uh, the nice part about the bigger, bigger weight loss that I had dropping to 180, which is the lightest I've been in my adult life, uh, I got rid of a lot of my XL size t-shirts. Uh, in fact, they actually looked like undersized dresses when I would put them on. That's when you realize, you know, hey, it's 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 now time to, to get rid of some of these and donate these clothes to charity, which is always a good thing to do. Uh, and I will say in my adult life, 180 pounds, that's definitely been the lightest I've been. And that's not even my end goal. I'm still trying to get to my goal. Uh, haven't gotten there yet. Still working at it. Not easy to do, but definitely have made a lot of progress along the way, better than before. And listen, I'll admit, during this pandemic, which has caused some stress, I, I, I've gained a couple LBs. I think a lot of people have. You know what's so interesting is some people have gained weight during this pandemic, and some have taken advantage of this whole situation and have decided to lose weight during this pandemic. And here's one thing. you know, I, I know a lot of people love Instagram memes and, and and share those on social media. And I'm not usually one of those people that's easily enamored by social media uh, messages, you know, mo motivational messages, things like that. I, I, that's just not me. But there was one thing I saw very early at the beginning of this pandemic. Somebody posted something very interesting. Uh, and I don't remember exactly the 
what the meme said, but it was something to the effect of, look, this is not a very ideal situation to be in, but in a tough matter, tough situation like this, why not find a perfect opportunity to find a positive out of this or do something positive with your life? And I think some people did do that. And you've seen a lot of people watch workout videos, pandemic workout videos uh, that so many people were sharing. A lot of athletes were sharing these kinds of videos that you could do in your in your garage or in your front yard, whatever. Uh, and people took advantage of that. And I think that's awesome to see in, in this world. Uh, listen, man, you, you got to do the exercises that are fun. Keep in mind, you're not you know playing for a football team. Football players... They got to do some exercises that aren't a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, man. I am. I probably have the worst push-up form in the world. I will gladly say. Well, maybe not gladly, but uh, not ashamed to admit that. At least, <laughs> not ashamed to admit that. But listen, if you're not good at doing push-ups, man, then just don't do push-ups. If you can't do planks, don't do planks. Uh, those are the kinds of things that you know. Uh, you see a lot of. Uh, Athletes that have to do these kinds of things, well, that's because their coaches tell them to. So uh, those aren't things you have to do. You're not playing for anybody to have to lose all this weight. Do exercises that are fun. Uh, For example, uh, hitting pads. If if you've got someone you can work out with or even just a punching bag that you can do. Lifting weights, a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, and I know a lot of people don't like to hear this. Jogging is a lot of fun. Riding a bike is a lot of fun. Uh, the elliptical machines, hey, those are really great. Uh, personally, uh, I've had some bad luck after where after a couple of years they do break down, uh, but very very effective and fun to use. Let me just say this about jogging too, because I know a lot of people hate to hear the word jogging, running, and whatnot. Uh, listen, and I'll say the same thing for anything, weightlifting, whatever. If again. I said at the beginning of this, I'm going to talk to you like you've never jogged before in your life. If you've never worked out before, look, don't plan for a five-mile run on your first ever jog. Uh, You're just not going to get there. You're going to hurt yourself. You can do that eventually, but not right away. You know, if you've never lifted a weight in your entire life, don't lift 50-pound dumbbells, 100-pound dumbbells, you're going to hurt yourself in the process. Your body is just not capable of that. And I know that sounds so obvious to say, but I think people get discouraged because they feel like lifting 5-pound dumbbells, 10-pound dumbbells, they feel like they're they're a wuss. And you're really not, man. Listen, everyone has a place to start. Sometimes people start late and that's okay. Let's put, you know, uh, your your workload into this. Uh, Let's say it's your first day on the job. You know, do you accept every single duty that takes place in in a work environment? No, you don't do that because first of all, it's your first day there. And if you were to accept all the duties uh, on your first day working, I mean, you're just not going to get it done because you're not going to know what to do and it's going to burn you out. Same exact thing with exercise, except it, it can't have some serious physical harm and implications, uh, negative implications to your body down the road that you don't want to do. Listen, if you've never lifted a weight in your life, don't go lifting 50, 75, 100 pounds because if you do that right away, you're going to hurt your back and that's going to lead to surgeries and money that you have to spend that you really shouldn't even have to spend. Start light. It's okay. Gradually work your way up. I'll tell you what, man. I, I can't lift a whole lot. As far as dumbbells go, 35 pounds is the highest I can go. And, and quite honestly, I'm not seeking to lift a whole lot of weight. That's not my goal. My goal is not to become a bodybuilder. Uh, my goal is not to become a professional athlete. I don't want to be an NFL linebacker or a UFC fighter. I'm just looking to be lean, be in better shape. That's what a lot of you guys probably would like to do uh, for those that are trying to lose weight. So don't get so caught up in wanting to do so much right away because you're going to hurt yourself in the process. Look, in the beginning, if you want to go out for a jog, your very first time, do a five-minute jog because you will be sore even from a light jog like that. Uh, keep doing five-minute jogs, and then when you feel like you can add a little bit more, yeah, go for a 10-minute jog. And, and again, not right away. Gradually, over time, extend that 10-minute jog to a 15, 20, and so on and so forth. You get the idea. 
after you lift five 10 pound dumbbells, gradually, again, very important, gradually uh, start lifting 15, 20, 25, 30 pound dumbbells because you'll be able to do that over time as long as you do this consistently. Uh, patience is very important, man. Listen, I'll tell you what, there are a lot of people that will get on a treadmill. They say they want to lose weight. What do they do? They get on a treadmill or an elliptical or a stationary bike, whatever, and they'll work out for 30 minutes or 60 minutes, an hour, essentially. And what happens? Uh, They step on the scale the next morning and they say, oh, man, I I worked out an hour. the, The machine said I burned, you know, X hundred amount of calories. But you don't lose weight right away like that. It, it, it doesn't come like that. You got to be patient, man. People will people will uh, lose or they'll, they'll work out and then they think that they're instantly losing weight when it's really not like that. It's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. This is going to take some time. You got to have a lot of patience for this. Don't, and by the way, one very important thing, do not skip meals. Please, please, please do not skip meals. Um, I know a lot of people would love to work out, skip dinner and hope to lose weight the next morning. And I'll tell you what, man, you will lose weight the next morning, but here's what's going to happen. If you skip meals and not eat a lunch or a dinner, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get hungry and guess what's going to happen next? You're going to get so hungry to the point that you're going to eat a lot. You're going to gain the weight back that you lost instantly. So yes, There is a way to lose weight instantly, but it's absolutely not a healthy way to do it. So please, I urge you, I almost didn't even want to admit that part because people will hear that and they'll say, oh, yep, I'm going to go do that right away. Please do not do that. Uh, You can still eat and lose weight. People think uh, the opposite when you can lose weight. So absolutely, please do not skip your meals because you will essentially gain weight in the end because you'll get too hungry and you're going to end up eating a whole lot uh, when your body breaks. Uh, Like I said, it does not happen overnight. You got to be patient. Um, You know, I I, I did talk about eating a little bit. Uh, Here's the thing. Let's say you do lose weight and you finally get to your goal and you're happy about it. Great. You can, you know, eat the food you want to eat. Um... Let's say you are you were 230 pounds and now you're 200 pounds. Well, listen, you can go ahead and eat the things you you missed. In the beginning, if you are trying to lose weight, you're probably going to have to postpone the delicious snacks, uh, the the alcohol that you love to drink. You're, you're probably going to have to push that off for a while so you can focus on attaining your goal uh, at a better rate. Uh, notice I didn't say faster rate. Uh, I, I don't want people to try to get this overnight like that. That just it, it, Again, that's not a healthy way to do it. A better rate and a faster rate are two different things. If you're going to do it fast, then you're probably going to starve yourself, which again, as I said, you'll end up gaining weight in the end of it. A better rate, you do it consistently. You still eat what you need to eat. Eat healthy. That's another thing, you know, and I'm sure everyone can come up in, in their own minds. You know, what is healthy and what's not. That's not something you need to hear from me. Uh, But let's say you do finally get to your weight goal. Well, listen, uh, it's okay to eat your favorite snacks once or twice a week. Listen, I love any dessert that's peanut butter flavored. (laughs) I I can't ever uh, turn those down. Uh, I love beer. Uh, Give me a Boulevard wheat. Give me uh, the Boulevard apple tart rattler that they have, whatever it's called. I love the lemon rattler, my favorite of all time, a Tank 7. I love those, man, Uh, but don't drink it so much. I used to drink beer three to four times a week, and now I just do it once or twice a week. You know, if if your favorite football team is playing, hey, you know, have a drink or two while they're on. If there's a special occasion, a birthday, whatever, you know, have a a drink or two uh, for that night. If you're going out to dinner with friends, family, your significant other, yeah, you know, you you deserve to have a good time and, and and have a drink or two. You know, when you're on vacation, man, that is your time because you are stressed out from work and everything that comes with it. And when you're on vacation, you do owe it to yourself to enjoy uh, yourself, to have a good time, to eat and drink what you want. Certainly to a limit. You know, I'm not saying you know eat whatever chocolate cake you see out there uh, i mean you, you, you still gotta have a limit anytime you're out there um you know if you're having a movie night uh at home with uh 
you know, significant other, family, friends, whoever, yeah, you know, have a slice of cake and some peanuts and, and a beer, whatever, whatever, what's your appetite, whatever you love. Um, but again, you got to do it in moderation, not in, on special occasions. You know, it's a Super Bowl. Hey, mo- one of the most exciting sporting events of the year. Yeah, man, you, you, you have some some pizza. You, you have maybe your favorite dessert in the world. You have your favorite beer in the world. You have two of them. Why not? Uh, you owe it to yourself. It's a fun occasion. You've worked so hard. It's a Sunday night. You watch the Super Bowl and, and you enjoy that. Your your favorite team might be playing in the national championship game in college or uh, college football, college basketball, whatever. So save those, you know, uh, delicious snacks for occasions like that. Um, it's so easy to just want to open the fridge and eat whatever you have there or go to the pantry and grab every Snickers bar and have a couple of those a couple every 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 night uh but you got to limit yourself and that's where you got to be uh you got to be mature and just make sure you you know you tell yourself hey it's delicious it really is it's great for the heart it's great for the heart but um at the same time when i say good for the heart i'm talking you know theoretically you get the idea uh, but health-wise, no, not good for your heart, of course. Uh, but you, you got to have that stuff uh, on a lim- limited occasion. Let me tell you an interesting uh, comment uh, from Michael Bisping. For those who don't know who Michael Bisping is, he's a former UFC middleweight champion. Uh, at one point, he didn't. He he never had a title. He actually was considered the best UFC fighter to never hold a belt. Eventually, he got his moment and became a champion. And on his radio show, which he doesn't do no more, but he does have the uh, podcast he does, the Believe You Me podcast, he, he, he mentioned something very interesting. He said, look, on weekdays, uh, or excuse, yeah, weekdays, he'll, he'll eat healthy, but on weekends from, you know, Friday afternoon to Sunday, he, he eats whatever he wants. If he wants to have a Snickers bar, great, you know, have a Snickers bar. If you want to you have a slice of cake, have a slice of cake. You want to have... Some peanuts and and, and uh, sunflower seeds. Hey, hey, enjoy some of that, man. But then once Monday comes, you gotta restart and eat healthy. And again, you know, on the weekends, you enjoy. that's what I do personally. You know, I, I try not to drink or eat anything that's not healthy, and I and I save that for the weekends because I'm a huge NFL fan. So I'll, I'll watch that during football games. Uh, you know, I'm also a big Vegas Golden Knights fan. So if the Golden Knights are on. Uh, obviously not every single game because they play a lot more uh, a couple times a week. But, you know, for the bigger games, for the bigger occasions. I'll tell you what, the Chiefs and Raiders are pl- playing this Sunday. I'm telling you what, man, I'm going to have a cheeseburger, maybe two cheeseburgers and a couple beers. That's a that's a big game, Sunday night football. So uh, y- you save uh, those delicious meals, uh, those unhealthy delicious meals for special occasions like that. So 4th of July, hey, everyone's grilling and drinking, man. That is your time for all the... Hard work you put in uh, at your job. It's your day off. You, you have some fun with your family and you eat and drink what you want. So um, you can still eat and drink what you want. You just got to do it on uh, on occasion. You got to limit yourself in those areas. I, as hard as it is, man, I, I was there. I was there for sure. But that is something you can do uh, on uh, special occasions. By the way, I mentioned, you know, do workouts that you'll enjoy. Now, again, I know jogging and running, not the most fun uh, exercise, but that is something maybe you should have forced yourself to do a little bit. But again, don't do more than what you can or what you're capable of doing. Start very light and gradually work your way. I hate running. I, I'll say it. I do. But just today, for example, you know, I, I jogged for 20 minutes on the treadmill. Uh, very early on, I, I was doing five to 10 minutes. I could have jog for a, a very long time. Uh, you work your way up. Like I said in the beginning, you know, Michael Jordan wasn't, you know, shooting three-pointers and slam dunking the basketball the very first time he picked up a basketball. It, it took some time. Uh, Wayne Gretzky wasn't scoring every single time the very first time he picked up. Even as a pro, he wasn't doing it every single time. No one's 100%, but you get the idea. It takes time for people to perfect this kind of thing. So, uh be patient. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, and never skip your meals. One thing I did, um, I, I, I did mention this, uh, or I forgot to mention this. Excuse me. In terms of where you work out, 
you know, I, I know a lot of people hate running in place like a treadmill because it's so boring. You're in the same spot. You know what's so cool? And I will say it's a little harder because you're actually having to go a distance. So, you know, your feet are going to be on uh, moving, actually, uh, especially if you're doing it on a sidewalk, you know, jogging on a treadmill versus on a concrete uh, trail, essentially, or if you can find a better trail at a, at a park. Uh, but, but here's what I'm trying to get at. You know, uh, I have a park very close to where I live. It's a beautiful park. It's a great place to go for a light jog. Again, do it lightly because doing it on a treadmill is easier. When you do go out and about, uh, it is a more difficult thing to do when you are um, doing this kind of stuff outdoors. Uh, you know what's another interesting thing, and I wish I took advantage of this and I didn't. Uh, I only did it a couple of times, but man, I went to KU, the University of Kansas, and it's a beautiful campus. A lot of college campuses generally are. I'll tell you what, man, jogging at your own campus is actually pretty enjoyable. It really is. Uh, it's one of those things where, you, you know, you you take a break, you look around, uh, or, or you rather than jog, you walk for maybe 30 seconds or 60 seconds, and you just kind of Take in the moment and just look around you uh, and enjoy the view uh, of your campus. Because I don't know why. It's, it's just weird to say, but when you do go out for a jog on your campus, you just kind of realize how nice your campus really is. Speaking of campus, when I was a KU student, um, people don't realize this. But small things like uh, cleaning your house, vacuuming the, your home, uh, taking the stairs versus the elevator uh, wherever you go. Uh, if you're on your feet a lot at work, if you're doing some lifting and moving things around at your job, uh, and I know a lot of people have cubicle jobs, desk jobs, whatever you call those jobs, or jobs where you're sitting a lot, and that's where you know you probably need to be a more a little bit more cautious with what you eat because you are uh, sitting down uh, for almost your entire work day. I'll tell you what, man, I could I, I do need to sit down sometimes, but I can't sit down the entire time. I got to be moving around. Um, I, when I was at KU, you know, it, it was so easy to want to take the bus, but here's the thing. The bus gets crammed up so quickly. Uh, and again, like I said, it's nice just to walk around your campus a little bit. And, you know, at the end of the day, walking is not the most detrimental thing in the world. You know, uh, walking half a mile to, to your next class, as long as you have ample time, you, you do it, man. If you're a college student, uh, that is, um, or even if you're not a college student, I, I don't know what some of your guys' uh, commute is for work. Uh, if you guys, you know, so I'm sure some people take a bus or a train. If you're able to walk to certain places rather than take the bus every single time, whether it's to work or home or, or whatever location it is you're trying to go to, don't take the bus every single time. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll give you a good example. Vegas. I love Vegas. Anyone who knows me knows I love going to Vegas. It's so easy to want to get into a cab and tell the cab driver where you want to go when really, you know, Vegas is such a beautiful place. If you, if you guys have been there, you know what I'm talking about. Walking down the strip is honestly a very enjoyable thing. You, you know, you come across a lot of places. Maybe you go in, maybe you don't. But, you know, walk to your destination in Vegas. Uh, don't just uh, take the cab the entire time because I think part of the fun is walking around the strip in Vegas. So uh, I, I hope people can maybe understand that example. One other thing, I mentioned stairs versus the elevator. Um, if you know where the stairs are in the building you're in, so for example... Uh, my dorm room when I was a KU student, uh, the main—I I was just one level above the uh, uh, above the main main floor. So I never took the elevator unless I had a lot uh, on my hands to carry and could not uh, use the stairs. I would just uh, use the elevator, and I only did that a handful of times during my two years at KU because I was a transfer student from a community college, but. Uh, again, it's easy to want to take the bus. It's easy to want to take the elevator. And I know this sounds silly, but those small things right there can contribute to your weight loss. As long as you're being consistent with your workouts. So one thing I did that I actually really enjoyed, uh, from my dorm room, I would actually jog to the rec center and go work out there and then jog back. In fact, I, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of cardio, uh, jogging to and from the uh, rec center was my cardio, essentially. 
Uh, and I would say it was maybe about half a mile. It wasn't too long of a jog, uh, but it is kind of enjoyable to do. So that's another way you can not have, have a nice workout in. Uh, you know, again, avoid driving uh, your car or taking the bus from place to place. Uh, you know, get out a little bit more and jog. Uh, definitely will contribute to your weight loss for sure. So I wanted to make sure I added that in there. Uh, by the way, one thing I will say, and I know I've talked about, you know, when I went to a public gym and, and going to the rec center, uh, coming home for the holidays, I went to Lifetime Fitness, all that. But over time, I have invested in a home gym. And I, honestly, man, home gyms are better for two reasons. Number one, they're more sanitary. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a I'm a bit of a germaphobe, especially during I, this pandemic, man. I, I a lot of people have been asking me for advice. I'm one of those people. I've always I always carry one of those Purell bottles. But look, when you're at a public gym, it's not the most sanitary place in the world. I've gotten sick a couple of times uh, because of, of you know whatever I came across at the gym. Unfortunately, there are people that are careless, and even though they're sick, they'll they'll still go to the gym, and that'll get other people sick. So. It's not a uh, very ideal thing. Having your own gym, very, very sanitary. You know, just clean up after yourself. Clean up your machines, your benches, your dumbbells, whatever it is you do uh, on a consistent basis uh, to, to keep it clean. Because, again, you do all of that to yourself. The second reason why I think a home gym is better, it's cheaper. Uh, I know a place like a Planet Fitness, very cheap gym membership. But, again, over time, it does add up. I think if you invest in a, a treadmill... Uh, a stationary bike, some dumbbells. Uh, if you got a little bit more room, maybe a punching bag, maybe um, uh, one of those Bowflex machines that has multiple uh, uh, weight workouts that you can do. Those kinds of things. Um, a, yo- uh, a mat. Uh, those kinds of things. Uh, you know, once you spend money and place that stuff in your home, that's really good enough, man. Again, this podcast, like I said, it's not about trying to be muscular and be a bodybuilder or be an NFL linebacker. That's not what we're trying to do here. We just want some basic workouts, simple workouts that at the end of the day will help you work out and lose weight and, and be more lean. And, and the, machine, the, the equipment and machines that I just gave you, those are really are basic tools you need to lose weight and essentially get to your goal as long as you use them consistently and you eat right. Uh, one other thing I have in my notes here, uh, you, you know, it happens. We get sick from time to time. Uh, and obviously exercising is not a smart option when you are sick. On those days, man, I'll tell you what, we talked about eating. It is more crucial to be careful with what you eat because you're not uh, exercising much. In fact, you're probably laying down uh, in your bed or sitting on your couch most of the time recovering. So uh, again, so easy to just lay down or sit on the couch and eat uh, when you're sick. But uh, on those days, it's actually more important that you limit yourself uh, from eating uh, junk food. Again, I'm not saying don't eat at all. You still got to have you know bre- a good breakfast, a good lunch, a good dinner. It's just more important that on those days, you watch what you eat. You don't uh, eat something. You you don't eat junk food, essentially, is what I'm trying to get at there. So that is a very easy way to, because uh, c- listen, not exercising, sitting around all day, and eating a lot of food, that is a great way to gain weight. Very easy way to do it, too. Uh, listen, uh, I was always one of those people, to wrap up here, I was always one of those people, I, I did not think I could do this. But here I am. I've done it multiple times, in fact. Um, Not the greatest excuses. Not ideal to have done this many times. But I've done it. And every time I've I've concurred. So if I can do it, so can you guys. Like I said, I've I've seen people post their before and after photos. And I thought to myself, man, when am I ever going to have that moment? And I do have that moment. And so can you. You guys, listen, if I can do it, you guys absolutely can do it. Uh, Just be consistent with what you do. Um... The, the most important thing, let me give you these three words right here. Dedication, consistency, and patience. You got to be dedicated. You got to have a good plan. You got to have a good workout plan, and you got to eat smart, and you got to do that stuff consistently. Uh, and on top of that, you got to be very patient. Again, there are people who get on the treadmill for an hour, and they skip uh, dinner, and 
They're hoping they lose 10 pounds in one night, and it just doesn't happen. I will say this. If you are very obese, if you have a lot of weight to lose, yeah, it's possible you can lose a couple pounds uh, early on. But once you lose a lot of that weight, uh, you're not going to be losing a whole lot more. It's not going to be easy to lose as much. Um, If you do have some fat, but you're not very obese... Look, it's going to take time. You're not going to be able to lose right away. Uh, that's not how it works. So uh, it's important to be patient. I know people who will work out you know, twice a day as hard as they can uh, every single day for all seven days. And they step on the scale after a week and they see they only lost two or three pounds. Well, look. It takes time to do, man. It does not happen overnight. That's a very important thing. And I've said this so many times. And the reason I'm saying it is because people don't want to be patient when it comes to losing weight. People want it to happen now. They want it to happen immediately. And that's not going to happen. If you want to lose 20, 30, 40 pounds, it's going to take some time. Uh, It's going to take months, several months, maybe half a year. So... Please don't be discouraged if you're only losing one or two pounds in your first week, maybe in your first two or three weeks. It takes time. So I hope I've gotten that message across. Listen, uh, to cap it off here, losing weight is hard. Once you do it, you'll realize it's actually an easy thing to do. And then you'll realize maintaining your weight is a much harder and a much more difficult thing to do. So easy to gain weight. Uh, it eventually becomes easy to lose what is difficult is maintaining your weight look it's doable just do the stuff i told you in the last 47 minutes of this podcast because if you do that you'll succeed you'll lose weight people are going to ask you what your secret was they're going to notice and you're going to probably go down a size or two with your shirts and your jeans and it's going to be a great feeling and you owe that to yourself So do these things. I want to help you guys because I know I was always that guy that wanted help. And now I'm paying it forward. And I want you guys to be able to do this if you are in a place where you want to lose weight. Because you can do it. It's doable. Um, I've given you all the tools you need. I've given you all the advice you need. More importantly, have fun as you do this. Again, do the fun workouts. If you you suck at push-ups like me, don't do them, man. Uh, lift some weights and gradually work your way up. Uh, work, you know, do do a workout with a punching bag for for five minutes, man. It's actually a really fun workout to do and really does some 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 good damage to the uh, to the areas where you have a lot of fat. So that is a fun thing to do. Uh, if you're up for it, hey, take a yoga class, take a boxing class, whatever it is you want to do that you think is going to help you uh, lose more weight. Activities like that uh, certainly. Uh, Go for it if you are uh, if, if you have the money for it and if you think it's it, it's something you're going to enjoy because you do you do need to have fun while you're doing this. One important thing I completely forgot about this. I actually didn't have this in my notes. Uh, I don't remember who this is, but somebody associated with Conor McGregor. I, I'm sure you guys all know who Conor McGregor is. He's a big name UFC fighter, former double champ in the first ever double champ in UFC history. Um, this guy, I don't know his name or what his exact association is with McGregor. He's McGregor's, either his workout coach, his his conditioning coach, or his nutritionist. One of those things. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast in 2017, and he talked about something called flow workout. And essentially what flow is, you, you don't work too hard. You don't do things you can't do. You don't go run for 30 minutes if you can't. You don't go lift 50 pounds uh, of weight if you can't do that. At the same time, you know, if you're capable of lifting some weight, don't do what you... How do I word this? Um, don't lift weights when you can lift more. If that makes sense, you know. Uh, you got to have that happy medium there. You got to find that middle spot, that middle range. Because if you do follow that flow workout plan, you'll be able to work out for a long period of time. I'll tell you what, I'm one of those people where I'll work out for 60 to 90 minutes and I don't get very tired. Or In the beginning I did and I always had to keep a water bottle on me. But over time, man, I'll give you an example. Today uh, or Tuesday, uh, the time I record this, 
I, after work, I got on the bike for 20 minutes and then I got on the treadmill for tw another 20 minutes, 40 minutes total, man. Now one of those people, I get pretty tired and I sweat pretty quickly, but at the same time, you know, I wasn't exhausted to the point where I was, you know, thirsty for water right away. I'm able to work out for a long period of time without needing uh, a lot of water to drink or feeling so exhausted because I, I have that happy medium. I don't lift more than I need to or uh, lift uh, above my capabilities. Uh, always find that happy medium. That's what flow workout is. I, I completely forgot about that and I'm glad I brought that up before I sign off because that is something that I think everyone needs to keep in mind. If there's one thing I want you to take away from it, well, eating is very important, eating right on a consistent basis uh, as is patient, but the flow workout, that's a huge deal. I think that really helps people put exercising into perspective. So I hope you guys take all of these things that I gave you in the past 15 minutes and apply that to your workout and eating routines uh, because you can do it and this will help you lose the weight you need. Uh, listen, I'm more, I would love to hear from you guys down the road what you guys think of this podcast and if this podcast helps you in a month, two, three, four, five months lose some weight. I really would love to hear back from you guys down the road. Please, please do these things. If you're looking to lose weight, it's going to help you. And please pay it forward by telling someone else the same thing because they're going to ask you, what's your secret? And you're going to tell them there is no secret. Just got to do it. Here's what you got to do. Pay it forward. Big thanks to you guys for downloading and listening to this episode of Farscast. Farzing Vesugian here. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving next week. Obviously not going to be doing a podcast for a couple of weeks. So we're going to take a back seat. Enjoy the Thanksgiving week. Uh, again, eat smart. Don't eat too much. It's so easy to be stressed during this time. I get it. But don't combat that with eating. Be smart about it. Exercise. Exercise is the best stress, man. I'm telling you. So when you're off for a few days, take advantage of that and exercise. Enjoy your Thanksgiving break. I'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Uh, I haven't decided on a guest yet, but I'm sure we'll get somebody there. Uh, and uh, we'll, we're always going to have fun. We always do on this podcast. I'm Farzim Vasugan. Thanks for listening to Farzcast. Have a good Thanksgiving.